Good evening and welcome to another episode of 48 Shades of Football. Um, good evening. Now, now the season's up and running, do you think we need to adjust the title to reflect the, the, new, the new number of grounds there are in the Korean football pyramid? Um, can you tell me how many that there are first? <laughs> we, we lost one, right? We lost, we lost one, but we, we gained? We lost the Martyrs, but I think we gained two. Two, yeah. So it's 49 Shades of Football. Does it have the same ring to it as 48, does it really? <laughs> and hopefully, that, hopefully the matters don't come back. Because if it gets fifty shades of football, and it's like it's way too sadomasochistic. All those extra, all those extra games to review each week. <laughs> yeah, because we've done a good job last time. Yeah. Actually, we should really cut it down to sort of twelve and a bit. Because <laughs> all we have to do is do the classic anyway. <laughs> yeah. So twelve shades of football. We wish the bit. About eleven and a bit, because Suwon don't really, Suwon Blue Wings don't really count as a team anymore, do they? True. I suppose the bit is the national team, which was reflected in our opening music today. It was indeed, and the opening music was the Blanket Blank theme tune. Because Can you explain that, Paul? Korean national team have now uh, kept nine, nine clean sheets in a row, is it? Uh, it's the record, I'm sure it's nine. Nine, yeah. I think it stands at nine, yeah, so pretty good. Although, Got to put your hands up and applaud Uli for that amazing tight defence. Better than, what's his name? Casillas, the Spanish goalkeeper, is only on 700-odd minutes at the minute. Yeah, that's pretty poor, isn't it, really? Yeah, poor effort from him. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I guess we can talk about the national team, but have you been impressed by any of the games that uh, you've seen? I mean, have you been watching the games, the uh, recent games? I had them both on, and I kind of lost interest after a while because it's just, yeah, it was very poor games, both of them, weren't they? Yeah, I, I have to admit that I haven't really been impressed by, by Uli's Tactics. I don't think that they're a very attacking, interesting, exciting team to watch. Not when you watch, for example, Japan horsing um, someone like 5 0, like Australia right now are horsing Jordan like yeah. 5 0. Uh, I think Japan won 7 0 during the week. And Korea is just like trudging out these like 1 0 victories. But, I mean, I guess we said at the beginning it was kind of an experimental squad, right? Mm. So they picked, picked people like Yi Chong Yong, who's not played all season, and a couple of other guys like that. Um, so, I guess we should go through. The first match was against Lebanon last Thursday. It was indeed. Uh, they won 1 0 with a 90th minute winner. 90th minute winner. From Yi Jung Hyop, was it? Yi Jung Hyop, yep. Although, really, you have to mention that it was key. I mean, he didn't score it, but I mean, he took it by. He picked it up on the left wing, came into the box, took it by two defenders, cut it back perfectly, and uh, Yi, yeah, Yi Jung Hyop kind of slid in. You know, like one of those goals that people shakers often don't score because they think, oh, it's too far in front of me. Yeah. But he kind of slid in and can, I don't want to say toe poked it. I know that's what Jimmy Hill called David Neri's goal against Brazil. <laughs> that one was for you, Danny, just so that I didn't mention Celtic. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was kind of slid in from about six, eight yards out. But I mean, all the work was done by Key. It was a pretty amazing, actually, amazing one by Key. And they did have a, a number of chances before that, didn't they? They were very wasteful. They did indeed, particularly with uh, the one and only Wangy Joe. Yeah. Who was more Wangy Joe than Wangy Joe. Uh, he was awful. Uh, he was dire. I mean, yeah, he was pretty poor. He missed a couple of sitters. Uh, I think he missed one just before half time. Well, we definitely one in the first half and then one in the second half. Um, but typical Wangy Joe, he needs about six or seven chances to put the ball in the net. Hasn't scored all season, actually. I know that's only three games, but still. Did uh, anyone sort of stick out to you as being having a good game? In that, in the game against Lebanon? Yeah. No one I particularly remember, no. Okay. I mean, I was watching for players like 
Well, I was watching for the K League players. I had no no real interest. Uh, I don't mean no real interest, but I mean maybe you know what Ki Sung Young can do. Uh, so I was watching more for the K League players. Wang Yee Joe was disappointing. Yeah. Uh, Lee Jung Hyuk scored the winner. So I guess you probably say that was a mas- masterminding tacti- tactical move by Uli, taking off the ineffectual Wang and bringing on the effectual Yi. And what did you think of the goalie? Because I know we, we've we've talked in the past about picking all these overseas-based goalies rather than. Uh, well, they brought him back, I guess, didn't they? I mean, he was a goalkeeper in the in the Asian Cup when it he was got the, the final. Sorezo Osako, second division. Yeah. Goal, yeah. I forget what his name is. Uh, I'm going to say Kim Jin Hyun, but something like that. that. Yeah. Um, the, he was a goalkeeper during the the Asian Cup. He was a guy who came in second actually, uh, before he brought in Jung. So I think he Kwon was first. And then he came in, and then John came in, and then he, he reckoned he was the best of the three of them, so he played him for the rest of the tournament. And he Did injured. pretty well. Yeah, and then he got injured. Uh, he seemed to be his first choice keeper, I think. Uh, I can tell he got injured. Yeah, I, again, I wasn't really paying that much attention to him. Didn't have much to do, did he? I don't, I don't I think, think so. Lebanon did have a couple of good chances that they wasted, but over, overall he was quite quiet. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was quite interesting that when, when uh, Lee Jung Hyuk scored, that the commentators were calling him the Tiger of Korea. Yeah. Um, I'm not quite sure that's... I think I had another word involving a cat that I would have used, but anyway, um, I'm not quite sure it was the Tiger. So then roll on Sunday and the match against Thailand. Yeah, I mean, it, what was quite funny was that I watched it in a, in a half with uh, Korea Racing, and I think there was a green tinge on the screen. But I had been drinking all day after six and a half weeks of not drinking, so there might not have been. Um, but again, only one thing of note, and that was uh, Sook's wonder goal. Came very early on, didn't it? Like, first couple of minutes? Yeah, first half, definitely, yeah. I think it was like three minutes in. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was definitely within the first bottle. <laughs> so that was early enough for me. He, he took but it very well, didn't he? He did, yeah, he did. I mean, it was a pretty sweet strike. I, I, if I, let's be honest, it was a brilliant strike actually, to be honest. It was similar to the one he scored away back last year when we were first doing the podcast and said, who's this guy from Portugal? Yeah. And then he scored that world-class goal, like, uh, and I think it was a European game or something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a great goal by an amazingly tattooed Korean, <laughs> which is something that you never see, particularly in the national team, but that you never see at all really in Korea, but I guess... Another example of what we talked about, one of these guys who, does he really, kind of, I mean, when did he move to Portugal or when did he move overseas? Like, I mean, did he ever actually play for any K-League teams? I'm sure, I'm sure we could find it if we looked. I'm pretty sure if you refer back to the re- relevant episode from last year, the answer will be there, because we looked it up. We did. He played, I want to say he played for Chumbuk or Chunnam, but not very much. And I'm going to assume not with those tattoos. Uh, but I could be completely wrong, so... Yeah. Listeners, go back to episode somewhere between 5 and 20. <laughs> yeah, just don't do 3 again. <laughs> just stay away from episode 3. But he was one of the bright, spot, bright stars of that game. Yeah. Um, the only other guy that stood out for me was Ko Myung-jin, mm. the ex-Soul player who's now in Qatar. He seemed to be getting quite a lot of naming from the commentators. Yeah. Whether he was actually having a particularly great game, I'm, I'm unsure, but yeah. I don't think he was, well, he wasn't particularly outstanding, but everyone else was so poor that yeah. he, he stood out from the crowd, I guess. I mean, it was just, uh, as I said at the beginning, I don't find Uli particularly inspiring himself. 
I don't, I don't buy into the fact that it was a, it was a masterstroke. You know, the agent up getting the goal against Leverum. I, I don't buy into that. I just, I, I find him uninspiring. I, I, maybe I just have a personal issue with him. Well, not personal because I don't know him, but, but maybe I just have an issue with him. But I just don't view him as being a particularly great manager. I mean, as I said, like when you see some of the other scores of the teams in the same calibre of career, like the same reputation as career, you really do expect Korea to be doing far better than beating Thailand 1-0. But, but, um, but Thailand topped their group in, in the World Cup qualifying. Um, yeah, I mean, they're progressing and they're getting better, definitely. Lebanon are, I suppose, slightly better than Afghanistan or Bangladesh, who other teams have been playing. But they are, but... I, yeah, I just think that when you're playing Thailand, I, I don't know, maybe it's just, you know, it, it kind of strikes me as being the exact same as, you know, like Scotland um, playing San Marino, do you know what I mean? You can't argue with the, the fact that they've won every single World Cup qualifying game, albeit in a relatively weak group. Well, yep. I mean, there is no, there's no doubt that it has, it's a results business and results are, are all that anyone will remember you for. And I'd, I'm not complaining with these results, but I think definitely... But you think in the next round when they're, when you've got basically, what's it going to be, ten teams, right? So five five teams in two groups. So there will definitely be a Japan or an Iran or an Australia to play against. And you think they'll come unstuck at that time? I don't know if they'll come unstuck, but I, I just... I think he'll need to change his tactics. I think he'll, he'll need to come up with something different. Mm. Um, um, and I don't... I mean... He, he he did really well in the Asian Cup. I mean, he got them to the final. You know, like they were unlucky uh, against Australia in the final. Um, like, so, I'm not saying that he's tactically poor, or I'm just saying that I don't find them. In, I don't find I want to rush home from from work and turn on KBS. So it's kind of like to watching watch 2015 vintage FC Seoul, right? Where pretty the, much, the, yeah. The results were generally quite good, but it was so poor and boring to watch. Yeah, and it's like, it's like watching, yeah, and they watching 2014 Songnam, like when they first changed their name, and they had like three managers in one year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like kind of watching that. Um, nothing particularly great to watch. The results are there, but I, I'm not hugely impressed by anything that he, any of his tactics or his leadership, to be honest. And of course, I guess slightly related news, um, Igono, who has played in the national team under Uli. Yep, and will play again, no doubt. You think so? He's just moved back to the K-League. Surely he's not going to get a sniff now. Uh, that, that's a fair point, yeah. He's just going back to, to the K-League, yeah. Um, so, I guess we should note today was the, the last day you were able to register players for, the, for this year's K-League. So, we had that one month kind of extension period mm. where you could sign foreigners and out-of-contract players, etc., etc. And I think 52 additional players were signed across both leagues. Um, the, t- the two big names of note were Egon Ho, who's gone to Cheju. Yep. And then Kim Byung-ji, who's gone nowhere. He's gone nowhere, yeah. He can't find a team. He's still... Uh, he can't find a hairdresser either, but... Uh, yeah, he hasn't got a team, yeah. So there's still, there's still hope that Solnam will see him trotting out in black, something this... <laughs> it should be noted by me that the goalkeeper doesn't wear black at Solnam. He will probably be in defence yeah. <laughs> alongside the other 240 guys. Uh, two forty-year-olds, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not surprised he, he couldn't find a team. Uh, to be honest, I don't think he was particularly inspiring last year either. Was he really? I don't think he did particularly great. I think he was getting picked at John Moore based on 
uh, sentimentality, I think, than anything else. I, I guess he could still do a job in the in the challenge, but depends if he wanted to step down to the challenge, though. I mean, maybe he couldn't find a team in the classic and didn't even look at the challenge. I don't know. Uh, I would have been uh, surprised if someone like a Pusan or something like that didn't take him. Or, yeah, you know, I, I would assume he must have had offers that didn't meet with his criteria. So yeah, that's my yeah, you su- think so. uh, my assumption. I think so. But it's end of an era if he's if he's really going to retire. Yep, forty-five years. That means that there's Six, never six hundred and something, seven hundred and something appearances. Is it years old? <laughs> that means that there's now no one. I, I believe I'm, I'm, I'm correct in saying there's now no one currently playing in the Kaylee Classic that's older than me. So, Byungji, please find a team soon, please. <laughs> so you can maintain your dream. Of being <laughs> so I can maintain my sort of record of not being the oldest person in the stadium. Uh, yeah, I think you're probably right there. Cause the the next oldest is Chang Hak Young, who's like 37. As far as I know. Although if uh, Addy comes back and plays like a, 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 a uh, an exhibition game like he did last year, yeah, I, I, guess. I guess Addy's younger than you, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. G- months. Given that he's the same age as me, <laughs> yeah, months older, months younger, I think. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think back to the the um, Egan Ho, uh transfer. Uh, surprised it was to Jeju. I didn't really see that one coming. I mean, I could have, uh, when you look at some of the. I, I don't want to call them bigger teams, but maybe bigger names. Um, I'm surprised at Pohang, who look like they need a striker. The Blue Wings, who definitely look like they need a striker, and a defender, and a goalkeeper, but definitely a striker. I'm surprised that Suwon and Pohang didn't go for him. I mean, also, Cheju have never been a, a club for signing marquee names. No, yeah. Apart from, I guess, Yunshik Garam, who, who is a big name, but was had a poor reputation at the yeah. time signed there. Yeah, but... but to bring in Egan Ho is something you would definitely say is it's a bit surprising. of a coup for them, isn't it? Yeah, and it could be. The, I mean, it could be a massive signing from. I mean, Jeju haven't looked too bad. I mean, you know, like they they beat Incheon in the opening game. Um, I know they didn't do too well in their second game, but uh, so I think yeah, um, that could be a big signing for them. I mean, that could be the, the difference between them getting into the ACL if he can, you know, like. Repeat his, his his form. I mean, he, I don't think he did too well when he came back to John Book. To be honest, like uh, you know, like the second half of last season. But full run in the team at Jeju, yeah, he could be a big a big sign for him. Yeah. As I said, definitely surprised he didn't move to you know a Pohang or a or a, or a Blue Wings. Surprised that Sonnen never tried to get him either. The only other two signings I saw during this period was uh, I saw Puchon were trumpeting. They signed two. Brazilians. I mm. know uh, not Puchon, Koyang. Koyang has signed two Brazilians. Yeah, Koyang signed two and Gyeongnam signed two, yeah. In the last couple of days, right? Uh, which, the, in the press release for the Koyang ones, it said, uh, like, such and such a guy was born in 1994, maybe. Okay. Uh, so that would make him, what, 22? Yep. And then it said he had like his his career record, right? And the first team he signed for was in two thousand and two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that doesn't make sense. He was like eight. <laughs> That's what you call a pretty amazing agent. <laughs> but one of them's only ever played in Brazil. The other one's spent the last four years or so playing in Greece, but not for a Greek team I've ever heard of. Okay, but I mean, they could just be another couple of like, Brazilian flops, but we'll see, I guess. Interesting that they brought into, as I said, Gyeongnam brought into. Um, so I guess they're going to kind of try and maybe 
maybe try and make a, a fist of it this year in the, in the challenge. So talking of the challenge, first week of matches was played out the weekend. It was indeed. Pusan obviously sitting, top of, sitting pretty at the top of the table after yeah. the 3-1 victory over Ansan, just as we predicted. <laughs> so in the pre-seasons, all the, the buzz was about Pusan, right? Mm. And Definitely, yeah. And what happened? They got humped at home <laughs> by Ansan. Uh, by the police who have never been particularly strong, have they? Yeah, uh, crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean, Pusan were never at the races. They're absolutely destroyed uh, by the police. Um, obviously, the huge crowd that turned up for their uh, opening game would have left really unhappy. There's a whopping 2,300 came out to watch them play. I guess we'll probably get Jordi on pretty soon and ask him how... How, how things are going. I, I did actually reach out to him, um, but he couldn't make at the time for, for tonight. So he gave me a, I did ask him for a, a pithy comment to give us. And let me just find it. That was pithy you said there, right? Yeah. Okay. So I said, I asked him what, what was the game like. He said, same, can you do the Geordie accent? Actually I can't, no. So I'll, I'll I guess I could just put a fist in my mouth and speak, right? <laughs> you do it in the, the style of Julio Geordie. <laughs> Same dire performance as last season. No chance of promotion if things don't change. That was pretty good, actually. Can you do an English one as well? <laughs> so, basically, no chance of promotion. Actually, I can't do it. That sounded Indian. What a yes. It was. It sounded a bit like, like you were sitting a little bit Baker Grove there, but that was pretty good. I did spend four years up in that, well, three years up in that neck of the woods, so. Where have you not been up? Uh. Yes. <laughs> okay, that didn't come out the way I meant it, actually. So anyway, uh, long story short, Pusan lost 3-1 uh, on the opening game, on the opening day. The other big match was uh, Dejon versus Daegu. Again, Dejon looking to bounce straight back up again, like they did the previous year. I guess maybe someone should have told them that they need to have Adriano on their team to do that. Yeah. Uh, huge whopping crowd, I believe, like... 17,000. 17,000. 16,580 of which were there to see Yoja Chingu perform. As someone that's seen Yoja Chingu perform live, I can understand that. Uh, there's only four of them that are actually over the age of 18. I meant their singing talent. Yes, I'm sure you did. Um, but yeah, in interesting, Dejan lost that one as well. Daegu uh, winning 2-0, two Brazilians scoring. Uh, well, I guess we're going to have a conversation about whether Idar is a Brazilian or a Palestinian, I guess, but... Uh, and was, then he, was he playing for Tegu last year or was he playing somewhere else? He was play, I, I'm not sure where he was playing, but I know he was playing somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. And uh, Paulio Sergio, their new signing, scored uh, a pretty sweet header, curled in from, from a free kick, bulleted in. Mm. Uh, looked as if he was pretty good. So, yeah, Tegu probably going to be like, looking as if they're going to be up there again. I know it's only the first day but, or the first game, but you know. They're already three points ahead of where they were last season, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I guess the other one on the Saturday was Gyeongnam versus Gangwon. Um, and Gyeongnam won that one, one now. So they're now on minus seven points. They're now minus seven, yep. But you've got to think, uh, unlikely that they're going to, I don't know, maybe they could win enough games to get into the playoff spot, but that's overturning a ten-point deficit is huge. Especially in a league like that. But it seems to be as if, you know what I mean, that you, because that you're playing each other so regularly, do you know what I mean? There's, yeah. I just but don't I, see... I, I guess they're at their advantage. The two other favourites for promotion lost, so 
they're only seven points behind. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. On, right, so. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, the games on Sunday. Uh, well, the intro music was blankety blank. I guess that was to do with the Korean national team, but could also have been to do with Sunday. Yeah. When we had like zero goals scored in two games. Uh, Goyang Zaikro zero, Anyang zero, and Seoul Elan zero, Chunju zero. So we went along to watch Elan, didn't we? We did indeed. Thanks for the free tickets. Not Dan Harris, but Jay. Yeah, thank you, Dan, <laughs> for not giving us free tickets. And thank you, Dan, also for not texting us and telling us that there was going to be like, a Greek kebab stand there and I wouldn't have had an all-day breakfast in the Wolfhound. And the steak thing as well. And the steak thing. Yeah, come on, Dan. Give the programme. And thanks for waving, after the match, waving at everyone in the stand except me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that was not purpose, yeah? Um, but yeah, uh, let's start with, I guess we can talk about what we thought. Were you impressed by, by either team? Well, I think the first thing to say is that normally when we do the, the reviews of the match we've seen, we're supposed to do a five-minute review and it always drags out to 20 minutes. There literally is no way this is going to be more than five minutes. There's really not much to say. Um, I mean, obviously, Chengju are expected to be the whipping boys of this league. Mm -hmm. They performed quite well, I think. Yep. Especially given away from home, they were quite attacking. Um, if they had a decent striker, they would have scored two or three goals, I think. I would agree. Uh, Elan, disappointing, I guess, given that they've got Supposedly, the three best. of the best strikers yeah. in the league up front. I mean, you've got to say, uh, based on last season, what's left with like Japa and Jonathan both leaving? It is the three best strikers. Yeah. Uh, Tarabai, Beliso, Jumengu, but they looked pretty bad. Not pretty bad, but it didn't look as if there was really any plan B. Beliso was anonymous. Yeah, he would, I was not impressed by him at all. So Tarabai huffed and chuffed, but didn't really do much. He yeah. got a bit annoyed with his teammates, and Juming Yu couldn't really pick him out from. Couldn't fit, took us for quite a while to figure out which one he was. Yeah, and he missed an absolute sitter in this. Most good figure he was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> missed an absolute sitter. Um, I think the only other thing you talk about is the amazing forty-two stand-up and eighty-eight stand-up. Uh, if anyone can explain to us what they actually mean, that would be great. Uh, we reckon it's like we've got three minutes left, guys, and we're drawing nothing each. Please stand up and cheer the team. Although they would have to have a song first for that to actually work. Yeah, it should be like stand up if you hate the whoever. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was another thing as well. I was really surprised that after a full year uh, in that stadium, with having a close season, where they could have got together and came up with songs. I understand that last season they just kind of, you know, like fell upon the team, but they've had a full year now, and there wasn't a single song. Single song, single song or chant song yeah. for 90 minutes. And again, the, the crowd was about 2,500 for opening yep. day, yep. of which a bunch of it was you and me. So was obviously you saw your mates from Songnam. Yep, you saw your mates from Seoul. Yeah, and there are a bunch of other guys who I recognise. Yep. So I saw a Blue Wings jersey at one point as well. Yeah, so, so yeah. they don't have many permanent fans, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, like, there was enough leopard print tops there. That, I mean... For what is the signing section, you know, like, because you saw the photographs that they put on on, on Facebook. Yeah. There was definitely enough people who seemed seemed to passionately pose for a photograph that say whether they were actually being passionate at that point, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but there seemed to be enough people there to have actually at least sang Elandy, Landy, Land or something. You, you but need like 50 or 100 people, right? I mean, Anyang do a pretty good 
good job. Yeah, Pucci will do a pretty good job. Yeah, and they have like few fans. So yeah, I, even, even the two Ansan schoolgirls do a pretty good job of creating a bit of sound. Yeah, I was a bit surprised because I thought last season I got and understood, you know, like people were finding their feet with the club and so on, but I mean they have season ticket holders. Uh, they have people buying tops, they have people wearing scarves, they have people who are there to support the, the team, not just people who are thinking there's nothing else on, uh, or I fancy a kebab. Um, and I was a bit surprised that there were still no songs um, and no chanting, which I guess, makes, I mean, if when you look at their form last year, you know, I think they did pretty well away from home, because yeah. uh, it didn't really make much difference against them. So maybe I'll, I'll be interested to see if you know, after home form is going to be better that they, than they're away from this year. Yeah, the only other interesting thing to know is that they've taken the away fans and stuck them back in the, the main stand now. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a little bit strange. I, I don't think they're ever going to have enough away fans anyway for it to really make an impact, but it is really far away from the uh, from the action. Yeah, any time they'll have a serious problem with away fans if they get drawn against Suwon or Seoul or... In the cup, yeah. In the cup, otherwise... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. An- well, Anyang take the same hundred or so that go everywhere. I guess there's a reasonably there's probably like a hundred or so at Anyang uh, in in Goyang. So I guess they'll be there. Um, Butchon take about fifty to hundred away games, but yeah, it's been so far away. But I guess that's. I mean, everywhere they went as an away team, they were far away last year. So I guess maybe that's just their way of saying, well, why why house them in the main stand? Yeah. I also saw today that Anyang have installed temporary seating at their ground, so seems to be a trend for one Good. place I have not been, nor will I for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I've been to Anyang a few times, I went there maybe once last season, I guess obviously the temporary stand is going to be uh, like as you're sitting facing the, the big main stand on the left hand side where the ultras go I guess. Presumably there was a photo yeah. of it on the K-League website. Yeah. but. I don't have any okay. point of reference for it. So. Um, yeah, I mean that, I mean, that makes sense. Like, they have a whole ton of banners and a whole ton of, like, not a whole ton of fans, but there's a good few that go in that end. So, yeah, putting my Tempest stand makes sense. Can't see me being in the Tempest stand anytime soon, though. So, two points drop for Elan, then, you think? Uh, with it being against Chungju, definitely. And Chungju living up to their, well, not quite living up to their, their slogan of. of be the best, be the best, but... I thought the slogan was to be in the box more than we were last year. They probably lived up to that. Be then. on the attack. Yeah, be the best, maybe not quite, but they're definitely better than... Well, I guess be ambitious, be the best. Yeah. It's very ambitious to go from being ambitious to being the best. Yeah. I guess they're progressing, right? What are they going to do next year, then? There's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. Back down again. Be slightly less ambitious than, than last year. And of course, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the, the very first uh, FC Seoul Eland derby was held today in I the was reserve indeed. league. Uh, yep. Pains me to say this, but I think FC Seoul lost. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear the score at all. Jay, Jay went along and I asked him what the score was and he said Seoul are losing 1-0 and there's five minutes to go, so okay, I so. assume they lost. I know that uh, Songnam had their first match against Goyang. Uh, they played in, I think, the old stadium, which is Moran. Yeah. Whereas I believe Seoul played in their training ground. Yeah, it was supposed to be a championship, but they switched it to Seoul's chain training ground in Guri. In Guri. So about 100 people went along to watch. That's not a bad crowd for a reserve match. Mm. 
So yeah, so I guess looking at it, uh, you know, the, the next, I guess we, we can just quickly go to the next week, or the next round. Uh, Ireland are back home again on Saturday. They host uh, Dejan. Prediction, Paul? Nil-nil. Okay, yeah, probably going to agree with you. Uh, Gangwon hosts uh, Pusan. Um, no idea. No, I don't know. <laughs> no idea. And we say home win. Uh, Anyang hosts Gyeongnam. I'm going to say home win. Okay. If anyone's interested, the, guy, the Anyang game is at 3pm. Like all good Saturday games should be. Uh, and then on Sunday, quickly, uh, Chungju hosts Buchon at the crazy time of 1.30. Uh, I'm going to say after watching Chungju, probably nothing is draw. And then the police host Goyang at 3 o'clock on Sunday. You might imagine the police are going to win that one after humping Busan, yeah? I think so, yeah. Okay, so looking at it, probably... After round two, please still top of the table, yeah? I think so. Daegu, Daegu having the weekend off yep. means that they will be on three points, definitely. Yep. Okay, sweet. And then, I guess final thing to do is the, is, is the league that matters. Yep. Okay, Paul, where will you be this weekend? I'll be at Sangam at four o'clock on Saturday. And who will you be watching? Well, obviously Seoul, but like, who are they playing? Seoul, it's the Seoul versus Incheon. Ah, it's the it's the Bruiser Derby, yeah. Yeah. Isn't didn't yeah hasn't there been wasn't there something last year whenever Inchon came to town in the last game as well? Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a bit of a bit of uh, aggro between the two teams. I know there was aggro when you guys went to Inchon, but then wasn't there aggro in the return leg in the return I, I, not leg but match? I think that in the first match there was supposed to be a punch up between Tanatos and their ultras, mm -hmm. and then they got humped five 0 or five one, so. They just turned their tail and, and ran away. Oh, okay. And then the second match, I think Tanatos went down to the other side of, like, right down the far end of the east stand, uh -huh. and, like, yelled at them through the, the fence. Okay. And got a lot of abuse for that because, obviously, they were, they were non... There were some decent... Yeah. Sort of... Inchonites? Kind, kind Inchonites as well. Okay. And then the cup final, nothing happened, right? I don't think so. I think, yeah. Yeah. I think... People were too busy celebrating. No, not really doing that either, were they? <laughs> no, they weren't really, but anyway. <laughs> okay, uh, so Paul, protection for that one? 5 now again? 5 1, 5 now? Um, no, it should, well, I don't know. Seoul have been on fire for most of this year, and Inchon have been completely pointless, haven't they? So, yeah. theoretically, on paper, Seoul should win, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I mean, Inchon's sitting bottom of the table. As you said, pointless. Uh, I watched them lose to Pohang uh, in, in round two. Cannot see them beating so. Uh, unless they break Adriano's leg. Not that I'm saying that they should, by the way, just, but I cannot see them beating so in, in any way whatsoever. Uh, I'll obviously be at Tanchan uh, for the 2 pm kickoff. Speaking of Pohang, we, we play Pohang. It's a tough game. Um, the table clash. The table clash, yep. First three seconds, or second three first, I guess, if you put it in the home order. Um, Hoping for a draw in that match. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I, I, to be perfect, I would probably take a draw right now. Uh, Pohang were dire in the ACL, yeah. but really good against Inchon. Yeah. Uh, and Moon Chang Jin. Uh, Scored and a good goal Shim, last night against Algeria for the under-23s. Yep, and then Shim Dong Moon, they have an good player as well. So I think they're a dangerous team. Songnam uh, at home, if Thiago gets the space he got against the Blue Wings, will we'll create chances. 
if Wangy Joe plays like he did against Suwon City, will not score. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I reckon that's going to be a nothing he's draw. Okay. And I would probably be relatively happy with a nothing he's draw. Yeah. I think it's important that we don't lose to the team that Pohan at home. Yeah. Um, keep the momentum up. We have huge crowd at the opening day at Tanshan, big crowd in the away section at Suwon. I'm expecting a big enough crowd on Saturday. I think if we lost to Pohang, we'd lose half that crowd. Okay. Uh, two two more games on Saturday. Um, Suwon Blue Wings against Sangju. Got to get their first points on the board. Well, they have the first, first point. First win. First victory, yeah. First win. Got it. Uh, they, they should do that. Yeah. They should, they should do, surely. You'd have to look at it and see it. If they don't beat Sangju at home... It's going to be a long season for them. It's going to be a long season for them. And then Chumbuk at home to Cheju. Ah, uh, oh, Egan Ho returns. Yeah, Egan Ho hat trick. Uh, well, the bookie did nothing against Osam whenever he returned, so you think Egan Ho have any better luck? Nah. Um, that could be a tough one for John Book. Not just because of Egan Ho, but I think that could be a tough one. Uh, Although Cheju weren't particularly inspiring last time out, were they? No, they were better at home. Um, uh, the mark of champions is to win the games like that. So I'm going to say John Book would just edge it, but it'll be a lot tougher than than uh, they would have first thought. Then two games on Sunday, Suwon against Kwangju. Uh, I'm going to put uh, money on Suwon to win that one, and I might go. Really? Go I might. Go and watch the Patriot. I might go, yeah. Nothing to do on a Sunday anyway. So if I get up early enough, I might actually make a trip down. And then Ulsan versus Chunnam. Definitely won't be catch up down to Ulsan. Not for that one, no chance. Uh, both teams poor, nothing each draw. We'd be surprised if that's anything other than nothing each draw. Ulsan have been dire so far, and Chunnam, okay, they came back from 2 0 down against the Blue Wings, but um, I definitely don't see them uh, doing anything away from home against Ulsan. And then I guess we should just mention that the next round of the Asian Champions League is next midweek it is indeed so I know Seoul are at home to Shandong uh, yep that is a home game yeah that's the Tuesday I believe yep will you be going uh, it depends on what my schedule's like but almost certainly I would be surprised if I wasn't at that one I mean I guess the fact that Paul Hang away at Sydney on the same day means they might be a bit distracted when they're playing you this weekend yeah so. that's what I'm hoping for yeah okay and then obviously Chumbuk away to away in Vietnam on the Wednesday. Where uh, they struggled last year, didn't they? They they, uh, they did struggle in, in Vietnam there last year. And actually, um, Bindong have not got too bad a record at home. It's just they struggle on the road. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if uh, John Book drew that one. I really wouldn't be. I haven't been impressed by John Book at all this year. I, I just don't. I haven't been, been impressed. But I wouldn't be surprised if that, if that was a nothing each draw or a one each draw. And then Suwon are at home to. Melbourne on Wednesday. You thinking of going to that? Well, I had said I was going to go and see Melbourne because they have that. Um, oh, what's his name? He's top goal scorer in the in the A League this year. Borleone. Yes. So I did when that when the fixtures were first drawn. I remember thinking I was going to go and watch Melbourne play because I I think they were and from what I've seen of them like on highlights and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I might actually go and see them. No, Suwon. 
may actually go in the Melbourne in, in way, there, yeah. there's a high chance of I'll, yeah, I'll probably even try and drag career racing down because he's got a couple of Aussie, Aussie uh, co-workers ok so yeah so well, well, so I might take in Seoul on the Tuesday and Blue Wings on the on the Wednesday sure you've got enough kilts for that always did always well we saw him on uh, we saw the Keeley kilt on on uh, Sunday at Eland, right he was wearing the exact same tartan as the the blog, yeah. Uh, with all the Scottish voices behind me, I thought you'd invited the Kaylee, the uh, the the FC Seoul Eland Pohang kill. <laughs> I don't know how many kills there are out there. I think there's just the one. I think I think the the, the fact it's called the Kaylee kill probably allows that person to go to as many Kaylee games as possible. I think if it goes in the way end, then you can call him the traitor kill. I think we can definitely give him that one, yeah. The uh, bogan kill. While we're on the subject of kilts and tartan etc uh, it's not strictly relevant to Korean football but I did see in the newspaper today that they've designed a, a kosher Jewish uh, tartan that you can now buy if you happen to be of that persuasion really? it's yeah. incredible one more to add to your collection uh, I guess I'll be uh, knocking off home and, and picking one up pretty soon yeah so yeah <laughs> you want me to pick you one up as well? Uh, no you just get me my, my family kilt Okay. Because yeah. if I got one for you, one for Ali, and one for career racing, I could pick up four. <laughs> Get a, a, a discount on a job lot. Job. I'm a bit skint this month. Lot. I'm a bit skint this month, but you're missing all my biblical puns. Well, yes, I, yes, I, 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 I did, I did get them. Okay. So yeah. So I guess Paul, we're going to pick some. Some Scottish uh, related Kilty outro music, or are you just going to cut this bit out of the podcast and do your own song? Uh, we can have something Scottish. I didn't have any other music in mind for tonight, so what's your what, what would you like to suggest? As the uh, as the as the only Scottish person left in the podcast. <laughs> uh, I think if you check my passport, you'll find I'm Scottish. I think you were born in Scotland. Indeed. Yes, but anyone who can pull off that Geordie accent is definitely not Scottish. I do believe that if I was any good at football, I would have received a call from... Gordon Strachan. <laughs> but Bertie votes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will text you what to play, because now I want to think of something to do with Bertie. Okay. You can say what you want, but it won't change my mind, I feel the same. Say